doctor's office and uh, let's say this is the first review of the new year you guys have been loud and clear we appreciate your participation with the year-end awards yep, the, yep. the nominees have been announced you guys made your votes known and then we told you all the winners and if you missed it you got to tune in last week you jabron because this week is a new week uh emanating live from the doctor's office yeah. i said it again but uh, I'm here. Brand spanking new, new review, new yes, year, sir. new episode. Yeah, of, we switched. Uh, we also switched shows, yeah, so that's exactly, going to be a little bit. Uh, also, with new is new. Zeus with a plural. So yeah. without new segues, baby. Without further ado, let's get to it. <laughs> let's just get right to it. Um, you know what's funny is when I started writing this part of the news, it was Friday. You know, because that's how quickly things move and and shake in the wrestling business. And Friday was, you know, Vince had. I was going to say, apparently, if you're Vince McMahon, that's exactly how fast it was. Exactly. You know, Vince McMahon, he's back in the fold, uh, you know, is back as chairman. And, and, you know, was, uh, you know, we were over the weekend. We got certain people resigning, one of which being the lead investigator at the time of, you know, when everything started with his sexual allegations or sexual misconduct allegations, as to say, that ended up resulting in him resigning from the company. And now, of course, at this junction, um, you know, if you guys were even alive on Tuesday, the entire <laughs> IWC just, you know, exploded. It, it exploded with confirmations, not so, you know, uh, ironclad confirmations of an actual sale of WWE. And, you know, if you guys are living under the rock, this is a man return specifically under the guise of wanting to manage the sale or advise the sale because, the, you know, the TV rights are going to be coming up in a few months uh, with Fox and USA, and he didn't want to go with, hey, licensing, licensing as usual. He wants to sell this company, the IP, all that stuff, so someone actually owns the rights, you know. And now it seems that if it's not uh, a, a uh, what I would say, a closed deal, it's very close to it because Tuesday – uh, you know, one of the main uh, candidates that looked like they were in line because we had like, you know, uh, UFC uh, or I'd say Endeavor Group Holdings who own yeah, UFC, it, Liberty Media, Amazon, Netflix, Disney, uh, yeah. USA, of course, Warner Brothers, Discovery, yeah, Warner Media, which yeah, was really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. Well, because that, that was an interesting thing. Everyone's like, well, Tony and his dad actually have actually enough money together to buy it if they really yeah. wanted to. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, man. Exactly. The name is Khan, <laughs> but it's not Nick. Yeah, exactly, right? And uh, But it was front office sports that reported that the Saudi investment fund was currently interested, uh, which, you know, the reason why that was so big was the royal family having as much money as they could, probably had enough money to bring to the table to make, not only buy the company, but turn it back to private, where we'd see, you know, probably Vince come back into power and not to answer to anybody, no shareholders. Um, you know, he, he, there wouldn't be any board of operations. He would, ju- I think, it would just be him and the royal family. But a lot of people also don't look at it as, you know, it it could be a bad thing because apparently the prince has had a history of volatile business relationships. But again, it's Vince McMahon, the man who wants to control his own facial hair by shaving it daily. You know, because it won't bend its knee to him. <laughs> you know, so it, 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 you know, I don't think control freak 
really uh, accentuates no, his, it, it, his it's, prowess. It's, you know, it, it's for man. other people. It's like, hey, I don't know if it's that deep. But for me, like, it's not enough. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a, yeah, it's a. Uh, I mean, are we surprised? Uh, it, because because this is yeah. why I asked. It I, just happened so fast. I think that's what and and it's it, and, that, and I'll have more to add to that. But go ahead. No, my no. Dude, the yeah. only thing I wanted to add because I don't want to get in the way is I was talking to one of our good friends of the show, obviously uh, Justin from you know AKA Stellar J. Yeah. From from uh, his pro wrestling spotlight, he the phrase he's coining is Vince officially kicked cancellation's ass. Like he kicked, he he basically beat cancel culture is what he's saying. Is the way he said. I'm like, and I'm like, did he really? Because people are so hate. Like, if this goes through, people are gonna hate him forever. Yeah. So I don't know if he's really gonna escape that, it. And see, that's the thing. It's the outpouring of. It's not not so much the news related tweets, but the opinions of. I can't. This is a huge middle finger to the fans for decades. Then now forever, all that bullshit just for blood money. Yeah. Um. This, you know, the vindictiveness of because obviously the we ego, have ego, the, yeah, the yeah. greed driven ego. I 100%. get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I sent you that money, that money Mitch clip from fucking yeah. people. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, everyone ever said anything about me, man, is fucking dead. Yeah. So that, that's kind of <laughs> what happened. Like, he you know? out here sniping. Like, yeah. he really, oh, man. But go ahead. And it, it was crazy because Comcast, NBC Universal, they were um, expected to be a heavy hitter, too, because they're, you know, they have they hold the rights right now to Raw and the, the network as well. But they were set to make about $9 billion next January when they sold their stake in Hulu to Disney. And that would have covered the speculated cost of the WWE, which is set to between five to seven billion. But of course, you know, I, I don't know, man. I know Cassidy Haynes, net I should say, he initially had tweeted, for what it's worth, I'm told the Saudi, uh, the Saudi deal is done and they're taking the company private. And then he provided an update saying, here's what I've put together so far. The deal isn't completely finalized because WWE must provide notice to shareholders and other parties. There are legal uh, legalities to go through as the company is publicly traded. But again, I'm told a deal has been agreed to in principle. Uh, while I believe uh, what's kind of crazy about this is Humble Wrestling, uh, they uh, tweeted, a shareholder has sued Vince McMahon in Delaware's Chancery Court because of Vince That's what his I was way onto for, the yeah. board, replacing members and threatening to block the TV deal, which is what we talked about last yeah. week, about him going, well, if you don't use me, that's cool, but I'll just basically disagree to everything that you put. It's kind of like what Congress tried to do like, like to, f- to Barack Obama when he came in. They were like, oh, we're not, we're not yeah, rolling yeah, with anything yeah. you do, but it's like kind of the other way around where Vince is more the minority versus, you know, the majority being the board of everybody, but it's because he uh, did it differently. Yeah, you know? but well, so, he's the minority with the majority vote. Exactly, yeah, which is, which is crazy, Sheesh. yeah, you know, so. But, uh, yeah, man, um, it's 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 been crazy, but uh, Wrestling Republic, they also tweeted that uh, they confirmed that uh, uh, Ariel Helwani's report that uh, WWE has not been sold to Saudi Arabia Investment Fund as claimed by multiple sources last night, but the deal, because the deal could take months to complete if it does go through. Additionally, we have also heard that while there are some talents who would consider leaving if the company was sold to the uh, Saudi Arabian Investment Fund, there are also wrestlers within the company who are hoping for a substantial pay raise if the deal goes through, which I'm just like, that's what you're looking at? Like, uh, I mean, what if, you know, because I think it, that was the thing. Bad we were, enough sitting outside of Vince's door for three hours. You really want to sit outside of Palace doors waiting for that? I'm saying, because I'm because <laughs> what I'm thinking, too, is, again, going back to, you know, the Prince's history of not being the most easiest to work with in business, it's like, how do you know he's not, I mean, I'm, this is where I look at it from a fan. I grew up a fan of WWE. I come into money and royalty and success. I get to a point where I could buy it, 
and own it and, and keep Vince out of it, why wouldn't I take that chance? I think that's everybody you know? I so, mean, that's grown up to know who Vince is really behind, you know, everything. I mean, I, I think that's kind of – I mean, even now with just the interest of business, it's like all the bad press the last year, you're like, no. Yeah. You it, don't you don't get to play – bro, like, no. Like, anyone else that – Anyone else you had employed that brought you bad press, yeah, you let them go. Exactly. So, you know. And uh, I'll just kind of crescendo this uh, with something that Conrad Thompson said on his What Happened When podcast, where he's talking about uh, kind of seeing this coming years ago. He'd been calling that like, this is why Nick Khan was even brought to the company. Uh, and, you know, he knows that he's from a Hollywood agency standpoint. He says, uh, my friend was represented by the same company that Nick was sort of running. And when my friend sees that the guy who runs the big agency is going to WWE, he thought, what the F? This doesn't make sense. So he called his contact and said, what's up with Nick? Blah, blah, blah. And this is years ago now. He says, yeah, he got to deal with Vince. We're in his contract. He gets a big payday when he helps facilitate the sale. He told me the number. And I won't say the number because that's talking about someone's money, which isn't cool. But let's just say this. It's more than AEW's TV contract for a year it's a lot a lot a lot so when you hear it's a lot a lot you think well why would this guy go here oh there you go and i've heard he said before mean gene passed away he heard back channeling through mean gene that says well i heard from and i won't tell you who it was that this when the stock gets to a certain point uh so and so this has been brewing for a while there's a lot of people who think this is a breaking development no this is years old and i think that's kind of what everyone thinks because of how fast this is seemingly going is that well you must have been planning this the last four or five months you've been gone who knows so and then of course if you guys don't know stephanie mcmahon has since stepped down as co-ceo uh she had you know if you guys resigned get, yeah, yeah resigned as to say she, if you guys get a chance go ahead and uh check out uh the statement she penned it's on twitter as well as instagram uh kind of detailing uh, what she like, you know, uh, being a woman of power. In, she basically in the last eight months, you know, and she, she busted uh, a token. It was like, I'm out. Yeah, kind of, you know, and I think she said, you know, I was going to take some steps away. Now I'm just going to do it. And basically said, she's going to be still cheering from the other side of the guardrail of sorts. So, uh, yeah, man, very, very big news, uh, to go. But, uh, as we move along, uh, one of the names too, people are wondering is triple H, is he still going to be uh, head of creative or as they say, the chief, I think officer of content. Um, so, so far, he's still slated to firmly be in that spot, but they also, Stephanie told Talent last week not to worry about the sale, and then this happens, you know, so who knows what to believe, you know, in terms of what's actually happening, but um, Triple H seems he's uh, trying to do everything he can. He's going on sort of a spending spree, it's sounding, for the Royal Rumble, uh, while he still can, uh, with the return of his father-in-law and the company, but per report, by Fightful, uh, they are in uh, WWE is internally interested in current and uh, I'm sorry, New Japan star Tamatanga, whose deal is set to expire in a few weeks, potentially leave, leaving the door open for a Royal Rumble appearance if a deal is reached. Uh, they also have interest in Tama's younger brother Hikaleo, who curiously is currently set for a loser leave uh, New Japan match against former stablemate Jay White, who is also. I was about uh, to say he's, interest in him he's as well. Like, he's, so. he's a really on, he's already like not on paper. He's yeah. just wrestling. Well, Jay White, I guess his uh, his contract ends soon. I think is maybe next month because he does have oh, a date I, I, on I, the twenty eighth of this month. Uh, but I, I heard haven't he seen had, anything. Yeah, that, I heard so. he's honoring dates, but I, didn't, yeah. I heard he's not officially on paper. But I could be wrong. I mean, yeah. especially with the media these past couple of days, I could be wrong. For exactly. Sure. Should be noted though, while the company did offer Tama a contract seven years ago, he subsequently turned it down to wrestle with his brother as the Gorillas of Destiny. And also should be noted, EJ uh, Induka of yeah, MLW, the yeah, former he, Ezra Judge. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I remember he when he got he was part of the recruitment class. Yeah, and he I was like looking to see what they were gonna do with him, but they literally never showed him on TV. Yeah, bro. He I was gonna say he was previously 
re-signed at NXT for 2018, uh, then got released in May of 2021, and he didn't really do much, but he, I guess he recently lost uh, the Tag Team Championships with his partner to the Samoan SWAT team in MLW. Uh, yeah. Juicy finales on, on that team as well. Uh, which frees him up to join one of the many promotions we're probably interested in, as well as AEW and some Japanese yeah, I heard WWE is interested, or Triple H is interested yeah. in bringing him back in. Definitely. So yeah. we shall see how it goes. And then uh, Bray Wyatt apparently is injured, which is why we have I not heard, seen I heard, yeah, he got injured at that on. house show that he, that he just Yeah, did. apparently he went against Jinder Mahal and broke his finger. And so he's been working through it. Uh, per Dave Meltzer, he said, quote, Wyatt suffered a broken finger on his left hand in his uh, December 29th match with Mahal in Miami. He'll likely be working through the injury. His talent working with broken fingers is commonplace. And, of course, we have this pitch black match that's set to uh, appear at Royal <sighs> Rumble. It's just so dumb. It's a first-time ever match, but there might be a little bit why it's not a lights out match or whatever no, you know because no, it's, it's easy to it, no it's it's all because it's a mountain dew i was just gonna match. say yeah. app- apparently yeah it's mountain so dew stupid. has a brand called pitched black well they're they're bringing so. it back they had it before it's seasonal and they're bringing it back and it's part of the promotion they're like hey let's just do a match and it's like got you Jesus. okay yeah so that's apparently why we haven't seen too much uh physicality well from. i seen uh knight cut a promo about it and then it kills it because in the middle of the, the him talking about the match he's like I love me some do, or you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm ah. like, yo, dude. Okay, that's <laughs> Yeah, it's just. Oh, uh, man. Uh, moving on, uh, Hit Row. We've seen one of the many uh, acts that were brought back to TV by Triple H apparently are on their very last legs right now. Uh, yeah, Zero yeah. News noted that uh, although a heel turn looks to be planned for Hit Row, it's being viewed as they their last did. chance to get ever, or, or I, should, I yeah. should say to get over. Um, as it doesn't seem like they've had, uh, they have not. WWE has not been impressed with the crowd reactions for the group since they've come back. Uh, Zero News stated, "Hit Row went out turn heels. They have failed as faces, according to management. Last chance to get over now is bad guys, which you said has just happened. Yeah, it just happened on Friday. Is what I what I remember okay. reading. Yeah. Well, uh, and then also per Zero News, uh, uh, they did confirm that Ronda and Shayna will be going for the tag team uh, titles shortly, maybe at Mania or maybe prior. But other news for Mania includes uh, the belief." Uh, right now, the latest is Ripley versus Becky Lynch, possibly for the women's title. I think that'll be dope. Hell yeah! Uh, I know we talked about uh, Ripley versus Ronda, but I think Ripley versus Lynch would be way better. You know, it's intriguing her and Ronda, but I'd I wouldn't mind see. that. I mean, Ripley would be the one to get her out storyline wise. Exactly, they, they built her up. They built Ronda up as. You know what I mean? I think that's the only one she hasn't been against, possibly. Exactly. And then uh, Belair versus Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship is being discussed mm. as well. There's been some talk of Bianca dropping to Becky or Rhea in the Elimination Chamber uh, and then challenging Flair, or either Becky and Rhea to win the Rumble and challenge the other. Uh, and then there's a uh, – was this a hit row? Oh, yeah, no, that's right. That's yeah, funny. So that's, a, that's, a, that's, about that's it. funny business because how's she going to do that if she's on Raw and Charlotte's on SmackDown? and uh, she going to lose the title? I'm like – I don't, it would make I, I more sense to have her lose the title at, at the Royal Rumble and then be in the Royal Rumble yeah, to win another shot. But that, that's where I would go. But it, Flair and Belair has flirted before. Yeah, so no, yeah, but, maybe but, but Flair's the, the one that lays the challenge. That's down, true because knows, the yeah. main thing is the fact that I guess supposedly Charlotte's trying to be face right now. Oh, really? That's what the whole meaning about her, like how she just upset Ronda that way. Yeah. That was, it was their, because te- if you notice when she grabbed the belt, she started to yell at the ref to give me the damn belt. And then she had to stop herself. Because it's so natural, and she's like, "Thank you," and let her raise her hand with her. You know what oh, I mean? Okay. Yeah. So uh, supposedly they're cooking up some face turn with her. I don't know. It could be some sort of spirit of competition thing, like you're thinking. Okay. But if you think about it, like again, they've been trying to build her up to beat these horsewomen, and she's the only one that she hasn't faced yet. Yeah, that's so. right. Which is to me, I might as well like do it at Mania, right? To, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, probably, I mean, because everyone else has kind of been in a big event. Anyway, probably main right? event the first night, maybe. Exactly. Depending so, if they split up the belts. Because Sasha was with, at Mania. Yeah. Lynch was at Mania. Yeah. Bailey wasn't, but 
was it at maybe SummerSlam? I think it was SummerSlam. Because yeah. I know they came back Mania. Who knows? Yeah, I'm trying to remember what they had. But yeah, now these could imagine knocking them all off. And, um, She'd um, be the only one. Yeah, I believe. seriously. But uh, and uh, so as we move on, we got some other news. Um, Tessa Blanchard and Daga, a uh, long-time relationship, uh, you know, that. wrestlers are yeah, <laughs> wrestlers dating or being married is definitely commonplace in the industry. It's, it's pretty hard to find someone on the same schedule or the same type of frequency in terms of personality and this crazy circus yeah. type life that you would Well, understanding, call, yeah, know, the, the lifestyle and yeah, 100%, being so, secure with it. Yeah. Right, you know, so, but uh, yeah, Tessa Blanchard and Daga uh, were one of those couples, but they recently uh, put out a uh, statement saying, after considerable thought, reflection, and mixed emotions, we have decided to separate. We are two strong-willed, hard-working, and resilient people who hold nothing but love for each other. As painful as divorce is, we are thankful that no infidelity or other interests were involved in our decision, and we are uh, parting as friends. We both want to see each other succeed and reach the pinnacle of success in our business and life. We want to thank you all in advance for your support as we navigate the next chapter of our lives, and we ask that you respect our privacy and keep us in your, in your prayers. Uh, Miguel and Tessa. And it's kind of interesting because at first, in a now-deleted tweet, Daga wrote, uh, the one thing that's basically unforgivable in a relationship is cheating. I do remember that. And so I think that's why they said there was no infidelity. I don't know if he was just saying that in general and then realized how easy it was to turn that into, um, what do they call it, um, just clickbait. You know what I'm saying? So, But uh, branching off to another Blanchard, Tully Blanchard, uh, is officially done with wrestling. Uh, he was really? a uh, guest on the two-man power trip interview. It says, I am no longer with AEW or Ring of Honor or any subsidiarities thereof. That sounded pretty legal, didn't it? I would imagine <laughs> that my wrestling career is probably over, other than doing autograph shows and things like we did in Nashville. I don't know how many retirement matches, last matches Flair can have. Uh, he also says no. <laughs> yeah, he revealed details on if his contract had expired. He says no, it was a little more complex than that. But my contract is up and I'm gone. Uh, and yeah, you know, I mean, obviously we know him as a great entering competitor uh, with the obviously with the Brainbusters, with uh, you know the Four Horsemen and everything he's done in AEW. Fear the revelation. Yeah, there you go. With FTR. So, uh, speaking of that, branching off to FTR, one half Dax Harwood. Uh, he recently was. Uh, Kind of given the uh, commented on the reaction to his podcast. We talked about some of it was not received well by some of the guys in the back and things he said about uh, you know punk and all out situation. But uh, he was talking on his uh, latest episode and he uh, responded to a question saying, you know, uh, how was it? He says all the above. We got a response from Road Dog and maybe we'll talk about that one day. You know, he went on his YouTube page and had a response for us. But you know, there were some people that didn't like a lot of the things I said, and that's okay. I still have the same love for you that I do for the people that love me because man, you're a wrestling fan and you're passionate. So I've been there and I completely understand where you're coming from. And then uh, he was saying uh, he did get a largely positive response and he says more often than not people loved it you know they absolutely love the podcast uh they love the openness and you know like i said uh on our screener one thing i will never ever do is never lie to my fans because i think if i lied to them they could see right through me uh it says he learned this from brett he says brett said that you could never go wrong by telling the truth in short maybe exaggerating a line could help you make you feel better but in the long run telling the truth is always the way to go so i'm going to pride myself on always telling the truth and then he talked about the backstage um, camaraderie getting stronger in AEW and then comparing it to WWE, uh, you know, as locker room. He says, so I don't think there's a lack of communication there as far as politics go. The po political game in WWE uh, was not bad at all. The boys get along great. I think the girls get along great as well. There's no real political maneuvering there in WWE. I think the problems were between the office and the boys. That's where the problems were. In AEW, I don't think there's a lot of politics there either, to be honest. The boys have made, um, or the boys have a male locker room. The people who share that locker room share a bond that share 
share kinship every single day. I think you can ask anybody every single day, myself or Cash, bring a bottle of tequila. We have drinks with the guys just to make that camaraderie even stronger, to make the kinship even stronger. So I don't think there's any political political games as far as that goes. Well, the, the thing about that is two things is um, – because I know that quote mm-hmm. in context. Yeah. And the guy interviewing him, he after he kept saying that, he's like, well, I noticed you keep saying men's locker room, and he just wouldn't budge on that. Oh. Main meaning like, well, I know the men's locker room's cool. I don't know what's going on over there. It could be also, but I whoever, don't know because I'm not a female, but it's well, also, yeah. Yeah, so it was like, but well, I will say this. This is from his latest episode. Mm. He says, quote from Dax Harwood, it is important, uh, an important time in our career. With that being said, we have uh, asked and been granted the next few months off of TV so we can sit back, reflect, decide, let our bodies heal, and figure out what we're going to be doing next uh, for the next few years. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, which that now now you you know they had the whole funeral yeah. thing, and I was like, that was a lot of juice. I, you know, I didn't get a chance to watch any of that. I didn't watch that. So. Yeah, no, 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 no. Last week, oh, that's right. The guns yeah. had the whole funeral. Yeah, I segment. missed that as yeah. well, but I, I heard about it. Okay. Gotcha. All right, man. Well, we just got a few, uh, two more things. Teal Piper debuts on AEW Dark. That's right. The daughter of Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. Uh, Last time we saw her, she was actually, I believe, in the Women's uh, Casino Battle Royale at All Out 2019. But she uh, debuted at the uh, January 6th tapings at the Veterans Memorial Coliseum in Portland, Oregon. Of course, Portland, baby. Uh, During a match tape for AEW Dark uh, at Battle of the Belts, uh, or is after Battle of the Belts, she faced, or she teamed with someone named Kel to face Tay Mello and Anna Jay. Uh, she did not win, but she did get quite the, uh, you know, big reaction with the fans in attendance. So we'll see if that goes anywhere. Because I know she was working for WoW for a little bit, but I uh, don't know if that's exclusive. I didn't realize. I, I, or... I, last I heard is, you know, they talked to her about the, a lot of, obviously, the, the info for his, um, a lot of the biography stuff they were doing with A&E and stuff like that. Yeah. To get information. But and I heard that she had started trending, but that was like some time ago. So it's, it's that's cool, though. Mm-hmm. Really cool to know that that she's actually uh, she's pursuing it. So definitely, yeah, man. Her hey, her sleeper better be the sl- sickest in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, bro. And the last the last thing is we got a possible update uh, or definitely updates on um, AW Championship belts, but a possible update sort of of uh, the AW video game fight forever. As uh, Khan was asked about it recently. Uh, and all he had to say really was that it won't stretch into 2024 and said, quote, we actually have a game coming very soon. We've been working with THQ and Ukes. AEW Fight Forever is launching this year. It's something that's actually happening very soon. Uh, and he just plugs it. AEW Whatever, Fight Forever bro. in 2023. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but 2023 is a long, you know. Look, just- he, they said it was coming out. And I, in the store, it said it. It was supposed to come out. It was supposed to drop. Yep. Literally the day before New Year's. Mm-hmm. The 31st. That's what it said. Yeah, no, I, trust me, I know. Even when I went to get, you know, they kept saying, go to GameStop, go to GameStop. Mm-hmm. And they checked. It and says the same on Amazon, by the way. You know what I mean? And yeah. then now when I checked, I'm like, yo, you guys didn't call me. What's, what's up with this game? They're like, um, hold on. They're checking on Wikipedia. They're like, it says February. I remember you told me, yeah, that's and how like, they had to give you the bro, update is through Wikipedia. Like, why are you telling people to buy this game and it's coming out if it's not coming out, dude? Like, come on, bro. Yeah, exactly, man. Just and say it's a pre sale then. That's all it is. Yeah, that's what I would say. Like, and then uh, Fightful Select reported that, the, that several title belts have received logo changes. It was noted. Hmm that the tag belts in particular had some minor updates. AEW slowly rolled out its titles in 2019. Obviously, as that was, you know, the inaugural world champion was crowned in uh, Chris Jericho All Out. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm not too sure if it's, like, if it's TBS or, you know, what mm. specific logo it is. But they said minor. But, you know, just thought it was worth bringing to the show. But, uh, yeah, man, that's all I got for news this week, man. Cool. All right. Oh, man, I was trying to, I was trying to, like, just 
stall because I knew I was going to have to get into this review soon for NXT. Well, I mean, <laughs> you want me to go first? Or? No, no, no. I mean, it's, no, it makes sense for NXT to go because Tuesday, Wednesday. But uh, do you want to take a break first? So what are you thinking? Uh, yeah, we, we nah, uh, how long is your review? It's just, I couldn't tell you. I mean, it's straight to the point. It's just, yeah, we can do that and we can go to break. Okay, no problem. Yeah. I'll try to see what I can do. I mean, because some of it was the Battle Royal that was, but yeah. Uh, so we had NXT New Year's Evil. Ooh, spooky. Spooky, yes. I will say for highs, Chase U opening vignette did exactly what it was set to, uh, set out to do, which is entertain the viewer while hyping up tonight's card. I always, almost was going to say I didn't like how they almost buried the uh, the Dempsey versus Hank Walker match because, mm. I mean, if you're building people for him to go, I can't wait for this, and the guy's like, what? And it's like, the match you should be worried about is a heavyweight title match. And it's like, yeah, but the title match went on before this match. Yeah. It had way yeah, more substance, you know what I mean? But I'll get there. Uh, as I continue my highs. Somebody was on herself since when they booked it. That's yeah. what it was. Right. Yeah, we, go ahead. We had the uh, Tony D'Angelo taking on Dijak. Uh, Vic Joseph name-dropping Big Vito uh, to Booker's dismay. Big high. <laughs> Tony throwing his shirt in Dijak's face and immediately peppering him. I always like that sort of realism of a fight. Uh, at one point, Wesley did name the winner of the match to be his next challenger in commentary, which is good to see a fighting champion. But this was a very physical matchup. Uh, at one point... I was really impressed with this loyalty thing they were talking about. I think I told you. Between him and Stax, right? Stax, yeah. yeah. At one point, you know, Tony's getting thrown into the barricade. Stax dives in front to to block him for getting Sheesh. hit, and he bounces off and hits the clothesline. But it's the, in the finish, too, he tried to come in and, and uh, fight his boss's fight, and he said, I'm not your boss, I'm your family. And then he kind of took the, uh, the the big cyclone boot, sacrificing himself for a defeat. So I could always like a, a good sacrifice spot, if it makes sense. you know. If it's done well, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I definitely didn't see this kid having wings with the character, but... Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Yes, exactly. With a name like Stax, too. You're yeah, like, yeah. Eh, you know. Stax and then the other guy left, you know, and yeah. all that. But I, my only low is that Booker called Dijak the pain maker on commentary. Jeez. And then I would say the handcuffs, they were really long, and I just felt like they seemed unnecessary in the end, because I felt like he could have just... Got Gotten in the ring that, and that, did the same standard. exact thing he ended up doing. Yeah, that's standard you know? WWE. Yeah. yeah, so that was the only thing. So, but then uh, moving on, we had uh, th- there was a uh, backstage promo with Toxic Attraction. I, I just can't get into JC Jane, but GG knocked it out the park. And that was the, high the interesting me. thing. Not to jump ahead was that when it was down to them two. Yeah, she was the one getting the cheers. Yeah, no, well, I also, I, I oh, JC, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, was I was very surprising. surprised by that, yeah. too, yeah. Uh, next, we had what was supposed to be the Creed Brothers take on an Indu share. Yeah, I don't know what happened uh, this. And I will say, I mean, this started off weird. I didn't know what happened to, uh, yeah, I didn't hear, who's the uh, other, uh, Beer. I haven't beer, heard yeah, anything he said about Beer it. wasn't there, but Jinder Mahal surprisingly returned yeah. to NXT, uh, and I felt like that was a high because I don't know what he's been doing. He's probably been on main uh, event and doing, like we said, he was wrestling Bray Wyatt at some live event, yeah, you know, so yeah. at least to give him something to do, you know, and maybe they'll put like a restart on the whole him and veer and maybe him and indu share role you know because i know they had the thing with who's the other guy that was like started uh, dancing all the time he had a weird shanky name. shanky, shanky yeah, yeah. So. i don't even know what that dude's doing he yeah might, seriously yeah, he's man. like low-key in the cut now i don't know what he's doing but i did like him returning what i did not like on low is booker selling his excitement for the creed brothers versus indu share it was just like it just felt so fake. Like I'm gonna be honest, a lot of my lows are Booker's commentary. I'm not, dude. Yeah, and you, you I don't warned envy you, me, but I don't yeah. envy you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then this, so this, uh, as we move along, we would see uh, pretty deadly. They're in a uh, a gauntlet match. You know, yeah. said they would face three of the best tag teams, and they end up bringing out 
the Rockers, quote unquote, were not the Rockers at all, physically impossible. I mean, I guess Sean must have signed off on this idea, which was not a good I mean, idea, in my opinion. Yeah. But Booker trying to sell the Rockers on commentary as if he's like the way he said he tried, he tried to book them for reality of wrestling. It was like they're making waves, and now they're here in NXT. Oh my god! Like so, I it popped me, but it was also he's like, like bur- he's like burying it at, lo- the, same, at the same yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but as it went on, you know, we did get uh, Idris and Blade. They came out, and of course, the return of Gallus, which I thought was a really big, you know, especially coming yeah, back from the suspension, the- beating up uh, Brooks and Jensen. Um, I thought it was good effectiveness. Um, yeah, but I, you know, I thought the assisted gut check was dope by Pretty Deadly. I've never seen that before. Uh, you know, good, pretty cool double team. By oh both, yeah, yeah, that's both. A, I like one. Of, uh, and then you forgot how Idris was uh, wearing a full. Yeah, we, t- we, we talked about that <laughs> yeah. off mic. Um, oh yeah, we did talk yeah. about that. And like, I will say too, at one know. point Booker was art. Yeah, definitely the WWE tattoo on the chest. If you guys don't know, check his Instagram. Uh, but Booker also at one point argued that Pretty Deadly are still the tag champions in his mind. I'm just like, bro, that's it's illogical. Yeah. So there was just a relevant. lot of. Yeah. That where I'm like, though I don't care for I mean, what you're if you trying had, to if do. If you ask him, comment. he's still the six-time champion. Yeah, yeah, mine exactly. Too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, after that, we did have uh, uh, we did see Tiffany Stratton uh, return. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I will say this: the low for me was the New Year's Eve trope is just very McMahonish, and mm. the promo felt too scripted for me. But as mm. a high, I will say her returning and possibly filling the void left behind by Mandy Rose oh, makes sense. That's you know, good. so okay. I'm definitely not mad at that. You know, I, I did see that. I'm like, all of a sudden they, they got a focus. You could tell they're shifting focus on other girls right now. For yeah, sure. definitely. That, definitely. That weren't getting that focus. So, mm-hmm. but my go ahead. This takes us to the heavyweight title match for the night, which was in the started in the first hour, which is kind of weird. Uh, I will say there was a solid vignette to precursor the title match. I did like Waller's balance of confidence and chicken shit heel tactics. Um, this would lead, you know, to probably the first thing that happened was we see a tackle that gets to the corner that breaks off the turnbuckle, right? I thought this was cool because it was a different spot, but I felt like it was very early into the match, right? Yeah. But I did not realize that they were going to go back to it. That's what and I And then it like. made me think like, so wait, is this a spot or is this real now? Yeah, like, like see, I could. That's the thing that kind of that was a little annoying for well, me. Was, the, yeah. The, well, this is how I knew that that they had planned to do it twice. Is when you go back after and you watch before when they hit the ropes. These, they, these guys are hitting the ropes like they're tired. Yeah. So they're barely hitting I the ropes. So too. I, I right? was like, man, there's not a lot like of Bron- like Bronson. Yeah. Like Braun Breaker never is not explosive off the rope. Exactly. And you see him like, bro, I know you ain't losing cardio to this dude. What, what's, Seriously. And, and then you're like, oh y'all, y'all are soft hitting the rope. Let's. Yeah, y'all are planning this you again. Know, exactly. Exactly. So and that's I, why I had a problem. And with I will it. say what I did like for the highs of the match. I like the recliner being used yeah. as an insult to injury. Waller transitioning that rolling stunner to a knee smash yeah, once he nice. saw Braun waiting for him. And I will say, you know, despite hating the finish, which I'll get to in a second, I appreciate Waller trying to grab the bottom rope yeah, to pull then, himself up and it kind of backfired on him. Like yeah. at least he did his job. You yeah. know what I mean? But I just felt like that finish wasn't at all my my favorite i mean the lows would be first of all booker describing the first turnbuckle spot as quote an anomaly that happens all the time in this business an anomaly that happens that don't even make sense bro exactly look look up the word anomaly exactly Uh, and then the match ending in a count out after the middle rope collapsed again here's my thing the finish was horrible but i more than the finish the fact that we see the ref immediately start counting because he's on the and it's like so when Braun gets hurt, 
You got referees sprawling in. You got the ring refs, crew. Ring crew. They're trying to stop Waller from from even continuing yeah. the match. But when it's Waller and he lands seemingly on the back of his head, yeah, dangerous. You know, fall, let's just falls. leave him there. And then after they start crowding him, and he's like, "Get off me!" Screaming, and it's like, "Yeah, because where were you at for me?" Like, I just, I that's the thing I don't like yeah. is the cons- is it was just all this run around just to get to this cage match at the end exactly, like, which literally... I still think is like that's such a tired stiff. I yeah. saw like I saw right through, and I said yeah. if he's smart, and I know they just did the Iron Man Eliminator, I would make it an Iron Man match because it's Shawn Michaels, you know. But you know, and not, not to give away the fit, but yeah, that's what happens. He this would turn into a cage match stipulation booked for yeah, NXT Vengeance Day. It didn't. It, it, no know. one walked out at the other end of this thing looking good at all. I didn't think so either. It, yeah. it, it felt like it wasted almost everyone's time. Yeah. Moving on from this, uh, we did have a match, uh, which was, uh, I believe it was Charlie Dempsey taking on Hank Walker, which is that security guard yeah. guy you've been telling me about, which I quickly figured out when I was like, why is he in regular clothes and looks so awkward? I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I did like that uh, Vic Joseph gave a Papa Shango reference during the shoulder breaker, although it wasn't the right shoulder breaker, but yeah. wasn't bad. Uh, and I did like how Dempsey had that submission almost clinched and then, and then rolled, rolled him around. Yeah. yeah, maintaining it was just like, yeah, you're, you're, you are definitely your father's boy. Um, and uh, after this, <laughs> we did, or before that, I should say, there was a Roxanne Perez backstage seg. Here's what I'll say. She's got personality, and I can see it shining through, but I cannot hear the confidence, yeah. and that's a problem for me, mm-hmm. especially if she's a champion. So mm-hmm. I'm worried about that. I feel like you sound like a it was young a quick, person. It was a quick pivot, I feel like, for, to, when it came to the Manny situation. Yeah, but definitely. She'll grow into it. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, she's yeah. still learning on the job. Definitely. Uh, we got a Tyler Bate vignette, which I think is great. He not yeah. only says, hey, I'm going to be back next week, but back for good. I think it adds depth to the uh, men's division. Yeah, because you know? so I think, I think he had me. gotten hurt, or maybe they were trying to lock down a visa for him when they That's were migrating everybody over here pretty yeah. much. So. Oh, my bad. One more thing I forgot to note in regards to the rope thing and during the Dempsey match. Low. This is low for me. Commentary during Dempsey's match noting, a member of the crew just came and told us that uh, they double reinforced the, the ring uh, with extra bolts inserted to keep the brackets in place all night. It was just insulting to the viewer. Because it's, it's like, like, why didn't you do that the first time? Exactly. And it's like you run when a you show on... every week. There wasn't anyone that was huge except for maybe Gallus. Yeah. And none of that happened when Gallus was in the ring. But so it, that's what got me, bro. It and, just and then, but, but it's like, and then y'all went to a picture in picture. So y'all could have really sold that that's what y'all did during the picture in picture 100%. to reinforce it. But. Or even, let's look at Dijak and Tony D'Angelo. Oh, God. Big yeah, guys. Big guys. You're telling me that that didn't happen in their match? They're because like, they didn't. They're they like, it contributed to the break. Yeah, they, mu- they must <laughs> have, like, is. loosened it during commercial yeah, like, break or something like, like that. They didn't open the jar, but they, they got it a little bit loose. They, they didn't open the jar, but they loosened it. Yeah, you know? definitely. That, that's what it is. Uh, but this uh, this would take us to a uh, – there was a singles match. Jinder Mahal would take on Julius Creed because I believe his brother ended up getting hurt, uh, Brutus. Yeah. So uh, I will say I like Julius immediately, bring, uh, immediately bringing the fight to the former champ, WWE champ, I should say, since they love to remind us. Because, you know, got to get payback for your brother. That's realism. Uh, pretty physical back and forth by both men. And I will say a very impressive shooting star press attempt and landing and on his feet. rolling the damn new, into yeah. a front roll? Yeah. yeah. I was like, what you the know, hell? Ju- uh, and it was a good statement made by Mahal, you know, <laughs> taking advantage. Strap? Yeah, straight. Up. He goes, I am that guy. I heard him say that before. No, he he be saying some stuff, bro. You'd be like, <laughs> yeah. wait, what? But uh, yeah, and I, I did like uh, Mahal taking advantage, getting the win, making a statement, you know, for his uh, yeah. to, to put a staple uh, on should, his return. It should have so. been. I mean. Yeah, it's a WWE former WWE champion. Hundred yeah, percent. You know, so. uh, we get a vignette from someone named Stevie Turner. Uh, looks like they're from uh, yeah, NXT UK. And although I thought the gimmick was a little too on the nose at times, 
I'm a fan of the confidence. Yeah, uh, she seems to know who exactly who she is, what yeah. her gimmick is, and that's a lot to say. It, it'll, uh, what I'll say, it'll help her push her to the front of the pack in the yeah. You know, for the rest that they saddle yeah, gimmicks exactly. on. Some people have to grow into it. Other people, yeah, I think because cause I, you know, and then we get to the battle royal next. Yeah. And I felt like there were so many girls that, although not everyone, you know, it, it's it's it happens. Not everyone gets an entrance, but a lot of the girls in there weren't even given names when they were eliminated. Yeah. So I just felt like, okay, well, that will help push you right up to the top five or six people they got, you know, because you already know who you are, and some some of the ladies are still trying to get it together. You Very know true. What I'm saying? Yeah. So, no, no, you're right. Yeah, they're almost there. She, she's ahead. She's she's uh, getting ahead of the pack. She's lapping a few. You know? yeah, 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 definitely. She probably man. will. You know, so. And we're down to the last uh, highs and lows for my report, sir, and that's the uh, women's battle royal. Um, I loved a big high for me. Cora J getting immediately eliminated. I, I love that. Loved that. I, I love was, that. That was my thing. I was like, where'd this uh, shit with Valkyria happen? Bro, like, and that was the thing. They didn't say her name until she got to the final four. I know. And then even then, they didn't say, it's and down I'm, to these and four I'm ladies. That, I'm mad that you didn't get to see the entrance. Exactly. <laughs> I will say Sol Ruka's handstand spot with commentary properly referencing Kofi. Yeah. That's a high for me. But when she tried to do it later, I felt like, you know, because they had the whole um, – what was it? She, I, I felt like uh, or Wendy. Wendy got eliminated, lands on her pillow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like, okay, that's too many Kofi tropes for me. Yeah. But it's brought back up by Alexa pulling that shit. No, nah, Alexa so was natural hating on her, yeah, right? 100%, yeah, 100%. So, yeah. uh, and by the way, this is she need, they need to put her on, on one of their reality shows. I feel like she'd be a natural. To Alexa? Yeah. That would be pretty good. I think so, too. On the Divas or something? Like, I think she'd be mm-hmm. great. Her and Raquel, I think, would do great. Yeah, and you know what? There were some things, too. Like, I like Starks. She had a military press elimination. Yeah. Very impressive. Yeah, for her size, uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I did enjoy Cara coming coming back and she basically hit the Santino Morella elimination yeah. even though she was a little already eliminated from an entertainment standpoint she got paid for two bumps so it's, exactly it's fine, it's fine. Um, <laughs> and I will say Valkyria's elimination to Alba Fire not bad although I didn't think Comte made a big deal about it especially and I, I had mentioned that there's a little bit of comparison in yeah you know the whole folklore Exactly. In, in, in respective yeah. cultures type thing. Exactly. So I was like, you guys aren't going to even say anything? Like, they just... And then, J- see, JC, she played possum at one, one time, like she was going to get over the rope, mm-hmm. and then you hear Gigi go, no, wait, stop. And, and then, then she, she just, just walks over and yeah, super kicks, yeah, her. kicks her. Yeah, I was like, oh, man, that was pretty good. Was you know, kind of to maintain that every woman for, them, for themselves trope. And I will say afterwards, when they did the double elimination, the refs checking the replay like an NFL game was really good, but why not have this more often just boggles yeah, me? Yeah, I thought it was weird that they just brought it out like it always happens that yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. But like, like in the, they're checking the tape. It's like that was casual. I'm like, as hell. I'm like, really? Because yeah, I was gonna any, ask any you, time, do they do that in NXT? No, okay. because I was gonna say, then how come we can't bring out the tape when someone cheats the win? What the hell is that? Sir, yeah, exactly. Like, man. come on, dude. Like, Seriously, you guys are booking yourselves into a shoot now. <laughs> at that point, but my uh, my lows are uh, at one point, Lion had a spin kick that eliminated quote unquote Electra, yeah, but it that. glanced, and you could see her clearly Jumping, hopping off the apron. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the hop over. Yeah. yeah, but I will. Hey, I dude, feel bad. Soul eliminating Stark that was, ridiculous. was a lot of juice, but that elimination was crazy. The yeah, way yeah. she it spun was, like that, it was. Yeah, but it's like, all right, but when that shit runs out, those tricks are done. What's up? Yeah, like, yeah and my thing is, in doing that, it gave a way to finish to this uh, supposed Alba Fire upcoming Alba Fire yeah, Soul yeah. Ruka match. I was, like, well, I was just clearly... about to say that because I'm like, their backstage segment is like, you guys are giving her some time to talk. This yeah. is crazy. And I'll say, uh, Cora's third cameo in the match was too much for me, even if it was for the sake of starting a program. They could. 
could have done that shit in a backstage segment next yeah. week. You know, uh, and then the double elimination finish, while it's never been done at NXT or in a women's battle royal or rumble specifically, I just feel like it's been done to death. You got Brett and Lex, you got Rock and Big Show, you got, you know, uh, Cena and Batista. Yeah, it's, Cena, Batista. It, it's yeah. just happened so many times. And I will say, I was very impressed with the timing. Yeah, it was. That's great. what yeah, I will yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. I will, so I'll give that, him that. that yeah. I, yeah, I enjoyed that because I, I, you know, these are two people we're not familiar with, and mm-hmm. how they can perform in that spot. And I agree. Before, and they, and they, they went out and hit it at the park. I mean, as far as what they needed them to do. So that part I, I can't hate on. Yeah, but I feel where you're coming from. Yeah. Though. But that was uh, NXT uh, or my highs and lows of NXT. Um, I wouldn't expect it to get any longer than that as we keep going, but we'll see what's up. And we got a few matches booked for uh, February's NXT Vengeance Day. Uh, you know, the triple threat women's tag or women's title match, and of course the uh, men's title match in the steel cage, Braun Breaker and uh, what's his name, uh, Grayson Waller. Because I guess if I didn't say it, both Toxic Attraction, like we yeah, said, ended up I winning, guess it wasn't yeah. a double elimination, it was a double win or whatever. Yeah, you call and then they're it, so. like they're still friends. Yeah, it's so <laughs> weird. It so, it was whatever. But uh, but I will say this: they JC did call that. She's like. It doesn't matter. At the end, it'll be toxic attraction. It was like, wow, I guess we should have seen that coming, you know. But, uh, yeah, that was NXT this week, guys. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back on uh, that old dynamite tip. Yes, sir. Be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Winter Circle Pro Wrestling. Join us as we have some incredible matches scheduled for our first show, It Was Written, going down January 27th in Chino, California. First up is Kevin Blackwood taking on the highly recommended Cameron Gates in a qualifying match for the Winter Circle Pound for Pound Championship. Next is the West Coast Wrecking Crew facing the Wolf Zaddies in a number one contenders match for the Winter Circle Tag Team Championships. And in singles action, representing the Ugly Dojo, Titus Alexander goes toe-to-toe with the ring maestro known as G-Sharp. Three-way dance elimination rules, it will be Alan Angels versus Adrian Quest versus Ray Rosas in a qualifying match for the Winter Circle Pound for Pound Championship. Then in our main event, it is the Medipo said Dom Kubrick versus the Gravity Renegade Lucas Riley to crown the first ever Winter Circle World Champion. Tickets available at WCPWEventbrite.com GA $20, first row $25 all ages, food and bar, live DJ and more at the American Legion Post 299. 7pm doors, 8pm bell time, January 27th. History is written by the winners. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Yep, we are back. Yep, yep. You ready? I haven't watched any of it. I mean, we were there really? promoting, but yeah, uh, I had a, I have a, uh, you know, I, I've heard of a few matches there on the card, but yeah, I'm excited, man. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I will say this. There was a few things I thought I knew, and then I'm like, oh, I had to watch it to figure out what was really going on. So. Oh, got you. Got you. Um, but yeah, we opened up, actually, with John Moxley versus Heyman Page. That was the opener. That Shit. was the opener, so okay. that was a high for me. But uh, I will say there was a few highs and lows. This is the most I have on notes for a match, just because there was some things going on. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a fan of the oversell of the caution going into the match okay. um, with the previous head injury. I yeah. mean, like, I understand it's a real injury, and realistically, the caution to have is is correct. But throughout the picture-in-picture, they had Mox, like, repeatedly hitting, like, these running boots on Hangman at one point, mm. with Hangman, like, struggling to get up, like a drunk knock, knocked off his stool at the bar, you mm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um there, but I will give him another high because they did a good job selling the injury by having a spot where Hangman would hit moves but wouldn't be able to capitalize right away. Like, for instance, he hit the follow-away slam that's usually 
followed by the kip up. Yeah. And then commentary made note, like, oh, he usually would hit the kip up. And then he'd stall and then hit the kip up. And you'd see okay, him like he's, he's taking more time. Yeah, he's okay. trying to put it together. You know what I mean? So that mm-hmm. I, I didn't. That was a little bit more. His you know usual I mean? explosiveness was hindered by the injury. Yeah. I get you. Okay. Um, but uh, after the fall, uh, let me see. Oh, the crowd also booed for Mox when he was like hitting the arm trap face stomps. Mm. Um, Mox continuously kind of flirting with heel here. Uh, you know, obviously in the coming weeks of the match, including like landing a pile driver on Hangman in the match, who Ooh. kicks out at one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mox toys with more he- uh, heat as he flips off the crowd for chanting for Hangman. Mm. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Uh, there was also a great kick out from Hangman after taking the paradigm shift clean. Oh, shit. Yeah, uh, two and a half. Uh, Mox goes for the another pile driver, but Hangman counters into the dead eye. Uh, however, this is a low because this exchange, this is why it's a low. He goes for the pile driver. He picks him back up for the pile uh, for the dead eye. Mm-hmm. He takes the dead eye. He gets back up, Moxley, and hits this awkward looking curb stomp, and they both crumple. I'm like, what? What? You just got dropped in the, on your dome, dude. Upside mm. down. You wouldn't get up and run and jump and do a curb stomp That's on someone. And you guys both just like pass out. So like it was dumb. This is after the dead eye. This is literally right after the so dead he, eye. He gets hit. Then like like pops like like back he pops up. up. Like he's so like, silly and yeah. like, man, I, I can't let you get. If yeah. I'm about to fall, but I can't it's let like you get to old, me first. The, the old clothesline deal after the the German suplex. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. It was yeah, man. But um. Hangman is a plus. Hangman wins with the uh, the Buckshot Lariat for his return match. Uh, but there's a low uh, here because uh, I felt that it was a bad taste because after the match, they had commentary and ring crew like attending the mocks, acting like Mox may have suffered a similar head injury now with Hangman looking almost guilty. I don't know. It's just like nobody really wants to see anybody get hurt in any sport, right? Yeah, Let alone yeah. something. I mean, we just heard about, mm. you know, Damar uh, – the, the the football player. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, that was a scary thing right there. Exactly, you know? And and it's like, no one wants, I mean, let alone see anyone suffer a legit head injury to the point it may lead to end a career. Mm-hmm. Meaning, like, it's it just like, I don't know. Like, this point in the storyline, I felt like after something real happened, I felt like, okay, you had to run with it because, yeah, there, there's some real sympathy you guys could capitalize on here. But then, the, and I get that. Because you don't know where you're going with him at this moment because mm-hmm. obviously the injury wasn't planned. But it's like to create a false injury narrative so close after it doesn't really do anything for anyone. And, and the fans don't really want to invest in that. Mm-hmm. I mean, but yeah. But then I get to my... That's true. Uh, and this is why I say that. Because it, it, it's very, very, very related to my next high spot of the night. Which could be the high spot of the night. Okay. Having a hard time hearing? Uh, this just went out, but I just keep going. I didn't want you to stop because I know you only got so much time. All right. Of the night. Adam Cole return promo, baby. Oh, shit. And this is how crazy it is. According to SRS, nobody knew about this. Um, even commentary had said we had TBD promo on our format sheet. Oh, wow. And to the point where a fan commented underneath SRS's uh, tweet about it, and they said, dude, we were in line getting ready to go to uh, get inside, and we hear over to security, there's a guy trying to get inside named Adam Cole, and he said the crowd just said, boom! <laughs> really? So they were, like, hyped, like, wait, is he here here, or is he here just to watch? They knew they knew Britt had a match, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So they didn't know what was going on. But Damn, okay. Again, quite possibly high spot of the night, only the second, uh, it is only second segment of the first hour. Oh, shit, okay. Crowd as well, uh, just, I mean, they were hype, man. They uh, treat Cali pretty well out here, dude. I mean, I'm just saying, like, like I said, commentary. It seemed like it was a surprise from everyone. No one really knew what was going on. Uh, the crowd loved this. I loved this. And the best way to break the ice after Forbidden Door, we finally get for the first time in months a very hearty 
Who's ready for story time with Adam Cole, oh, baby? Okay, okay. Cole discusses his experience dealing with his injuries, his shredded up shoulder, and apparently suffered two serious head injuries. Oh, not okay. just the what suspected one from from the uh, you know forbidden door match. Oh, okay. But says that he has uh, good news and bad news, but that the bad news is for the rest of the AEW locker room because Adam Cole is back. Total babyface promo. Damn. Yes. Okay. Yeah, man. So I without mean, Kyle. Without Kyle. Okay. And, you know, Kyle's still off the shelf, too, with the neck fusion, too. So. Yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting that, yeah, he had some serious uh, surgery with that. Yeah, yeah. man. I, I mean, you're doing brain busters on, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, the ground and NXT we're, and empty matches uh, where no one's at. Like, It's, it's, it's going to come back on I'm you. saying yeah. on stairs and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jungle, <laughs> I'm saying it to the guy who fucking did it. <laughs> <laughs> Jungle Hook versus Moriarty and Big Bill. Yeah, um, the big firm, o- baby. Big ovation for Jungle Boy, of course, as well as for Hook. But, of course, Jack has the hometown crowd. Um this match was mediocre, to be honest, from an action standpoint, but a good spot uh, TV-wise for bo- both these guys are somewhat a little bit lower on the top guy totem pole. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a, a, a good showcase in that regard, but, uh, I mean, you're pretty much waiting for the only high spot in this match, in my opinion, in terms of pluses and minuses. And the plus was the building uh, the matchup until Big Bill and Hook finally get their hands on each other because they've been teasing that, mm-hmm. with Hook attempting to the big overhead suplex not once but twice, mm-hmm. but uh, only get, you know, He's not a- able to get it, but then Jungle Boy comes in and hits a big diving missile dropkick on the back of his head, mm. and then so he's like stumbled, and then he's able to get it, and the crowd goes oh, fucking nice. nuts. Nice. Yeah, um, Jungle Boy taps out Moriarty with the snare trap, which just for my taste, I hated because Moriarty's mat game is primarily yeah. submissions and striking. Yeah. So yeah, but the fans seem to enjoy the match. See that I felt like that happened with Moriarty when he gets mocks as well. He 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 was working over something the whole match and then he ended up using a submission that didn't use the limb that he was targeting and he tapped out immediately and i was just like what the okay give him a little bit more credit but yeah i'm gonna try to get into these next two real mm-hmm. quick because mm-hmm. they roll right into each other because okay. it was kanosuke Taka, uh, Takeshita, Takeshita, yeah. uh taking on brian danielson um early high spot is where mjf comes in out before danielson does uh but obviously after Takeshita and cuts a promo where he greets kanosuke with uh konnichiwa buddy <laughs> <laughs> also made sure to mispronounce his name is, uh, and it's a uh, take a shitter. Oh, and uh, I hope you don't take a shit in the match tonight because I'm gonna need you to be Danielson. <laughs> uh, MJF addresses fans saying he, uh, you know, who, who say that he's scared of the Iron Man match with Brian and said he can't last for an hour. Urges fans to ask. Oh, their, I wasn't aware that was where they're going. Okay. Go. Yeah. Uh, uh, urges their fans to ask their mamas, their sisters, and their skank girlfriends how long MJF can last. He then calls out Ken Jeong, uh, who's at ringside for being in a movie no one seems to remember, because mm. he, you know, he said, "Man, I, I, I was born in 1994, and I'm not a dinosaur." Mm, <laughs> and then, and then, Freddie Prince Jr. is in the crowd as well. Oh, and he says, uh, "Who, you know, uh, there, you know, he basically says he's famous for playing a supporting character to a CGI dog, and calls him nothing but a Scooby Dooby douchebag." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. He's the only one I, that could have got that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the next high spot is just the entire fucking match, man. What a fucking match. Okay, yeah, like, I was going to ask you, how was it? Dude, I'm both sure these guys, man, Danielson's a pro. Kanosuke more than holding his own against the GOAT as the young bull in his own right. But, man, crowd really into this match, not just from a reaction standpoint, but they were really interested in the competitive nature and psychology of the match. Like, really good spot for a guy like Kanosuke this early in his career. Mm-hmm. He keeps proving his worth on the roster. And bold prediction, but to be honest, I see him representing as the All-Atlantic champion before 2024, to be honest. That would be good because I was going to say he's already mixed it up with all, three out of four guys from the BCC. The only person he yeah. hasn't wrestled is, is Wheeler Yuta. You know? And uh, just for the reference, man, Kanosuke hits a crazy layer. Like, they're both standing like they're about to do – like, they're both standing on the top of the – like, some avalanche move, right? Oh, okay. You think they're going to do something? No, he just clotheslines the shit 
out of Danielson. They both fall, and Danielson does a backflip flop oh, shit. off the top rope. Dude. Holy shit. Uh, and then there was another spot where uh, Brian, I don't know if it was on purpose, but he kind of seemingly botched that apron uh, uh, knee drop he always does. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, dude, this fool can scale like a pro, got up, immediately picked him up, and sheer drop brain-bustered him on the outside. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. Uh, Konoska also kicked uh, out of the psycho knee. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. Juice. All in all, though, tough win uh, for Brian as he uh, – in a hard-fought match with the Regal Stretch to continue his climb up the MJF. You know, it's crazy, too. Someone had said Brian, uh, Brian Danielson is going to get somebody next week, and they don't. They think that MJF's, like, Kanichiwa stuff is, like, they're just going to – Tony just wants him to be such a heel, and that yeah. he's probably going to continue this, like, low-hanging, stereotypical barbs, you know, whoever. I can't remember who they announced, but, yeah. I wouldn't um, doubt it. Mm. But uh, real quick here, also, I just want to bring this up. Juice Robinson had a backstage interview that uh, it was a high spot just for the delivery and execution. Mm-hmm. Basically just challenged Darby Allen for the TNT Championship for mm. Rampage. Uh, that's going to go down actually tonight. That sounds like a fun match, yeah. Yeah, oh, so. Okay. Um, that should be interesting. Uh, next, we had a, well, we had uh, the Soraya Tag team match or Soraya, I'm sorry. Yeah, Soraya. Uh, it's Soraya. I don't give a fuck. What was Sarai from NXT, right? <laughs> Schoolgirl? Oh no, not her. Oh, Soraya. Yeah, what happened to her? I don't know. You thought was that... it the something of the sun, the warrior of the sun? Or something I don't know. That, that, that's your brand now, player. <laughs> I guess. That, that, I, I'm, I'm gonna leave that uh, research entirely on your show. Oh, thanks, man. No, but it was Soraya. Um, it was Paige uh, <laughs> with Tony Storm. Um, taking on, obviously, the, the killer, Britt Baker the pillar, and, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, and, and Jamie Hayter. So one thing I will say off the rip was a low spot, deservedly so, pointed directly with a bullet to the fucking fans. Mm. Because y'all are the ones who talked up this shit and hyped up some shit that nobody even fucking announced. Yeah. And when you, y'all didn't get it, you were shitting all over her. Mm-hmm. When she, she, like, this is how I feel bad. She came out first. Who's this? Tony Storm. Okay. So, so that's already a realization that, oh, wait, so we're we're going, we're, we're really doing this? Mm-hmm. You hear it from the crowd. She doesn't pose. She's stone-faced and just walks straight to the ring in the shortest time possible. Mm. And I'm like, that's, like, she wasn't milking it. She wasn't getting adulation from the crowd. Like, to the point where commentary had to say, oh, she's, she's going to straight, she's, she's serious, this is serious, you mm. know? Okay. Yeah, you know, obviously they cheered because Paige there. Uh, Paige, yeah. Uh, Britt Baker came out, mediocre, whatever. I think people were more giving her the, the Adam Cole rub. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Hater came out to a big applause. Like, she was getting mad love out of here. So that was that was cool. Okay. Um, now, in terms of what this match was, in ter- you know, and, 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 you know, mind you, they were trying to build it as this for they, they stretched it out for weeks right yeah um it just like the match itself was great saraya didn't get too physically involved to be honest she had a few flashes of brawling with hater on the outside and took a few moves from brit okay like she hit the the, the triple short arm clotheslines okay um but i mean i think she was in the match illegally once or twice it she was even more a, from her. She wasn't part of the finish. Got oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, um, there was a dangerous ass spot that Britt hit where it was the avalanche air raid siren mm. on um Storm. Storm, and she took off without having full control of her body, uh, of Storm's body. Ooh. By there's the word again, happenstance, it worked out. 
momentum wise and gravity got her to where she needed to be. Yeah. But it was scary. Gotcha. It was scary because she already started teetering over and started going for the. I'm like, yo, you don't even have her. And you see her body low key. You're like hoping her body doesn't over rotate yeah, while she's yeah. under rotating. Like, because mm-hmm. that's her neck that she has cradled. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, it was a little scary. Um, this did get an additional high spot only because of the misdirect, and I'll explain. Sheeta was out there ringside. She came out with them, but they made it where you didn't really notice. Rebel's always with the yeah, pillar yeah, and the killer. Yeah. There's a point in the match where Rebel gets on the apron, of course, distracts the ref. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sheeta, kind of without hesitation, you just see. You don't even see her do it. They show a different angle of her doing it, but you just see the kendo stick just get thrown in the ring, like down the middle. Because yeah. it's a down spot where it's Brit and it's um, uh, Storm. Tony Storm. Okay, she throws it right in the middle of him, and then whereas I guess allegedly it was meant for Tony to use on Brit, Brit gets to it first, cracks Tony on the back. She you know she tosses it, gets rid of the evidence. She walks into Jamie Hader, who's the the legal woman mm. in the match. Hits the uh, was it the Hater Lariat? The- uh, oh, okay. I didn't. I thought maybe she hit the uh, the hate breaker, but yeah, no. No, yeah. she hit that earlier in the yeah, match. Which, that, which, the haterade is what she calls hate, it. She hit the yeah. She hit the haterade for the win. Yeah. So I just so she they they pinned her for the win. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and then it just had Sheeta post match looking like shocked, Regretful, eyes wide, uh, eyes wide, mouth covered. You know what I mean? So yeah. I mean the way I say Mister Red because I think everyone like myself had I just thought she was gonna go straight heel and cost yeah, her a yeah, match, yeah. and but a little bit of. You know, okay. Yeah. Put a little bit more time into See, it. See, this I tweet I thought was funny. Someone put Steve Mulhausen, you know, the guy from the zone. Yeah. He said last week straight up report. Uh, he reported last yeah, week I that Sasha this. was a mystery partner, and then said the Saudi deal is done. I respect him, but that's a brutal double whammy. Double whammy back to back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But um, from here we also went into a entering promo segment, which was had uh, high blows and low. Oh, I'm sorry, high spots and low blows. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Jericho Appreciation Society. Oh, okay. Um, obviously, crowd was hot for them off the PWG surprise appearance yeah, at, at, at Bola. For those that know or don't know, uh, you know the tournament that's you know yeah yearly the Battle of Los Angeles. Yeah, guys. it's two two years or two days. I'm sorry, two days mm-hmm. long, and they they made a surprise appearance. Um, I think it was so, like a five man or eight man tag or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Kevin Blackwood. He will be yeah <laughs> at the Winter Friday. Circle. January 27th at Winter Circle Pro Wrestling. Yeah, at the Chino Forum. Um, <laughs> but, so, uh, they were obviously hot about that. Jericho smartly brings it up in promo. You know what I mean? Um, as well acknowledges it. I mean, you know, what's Excalibur mm-hmm. going to tell him not yeah. to? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they get interrupted by Ricky Starks. He's doing good on the mic. Mm-hmm. But the low comes from the fact that he shows up with Action Andretti. And he still has, like, the minor burn stuff on his face. But yeah. I'm like, yo, if you got burned, why are you walking around like a thirst trap with the gray sweats and, and mm-hmm. no shirt on when there's fireballs coming yeah, up? Yeah, you want to yeah. burn a nip off, my guy? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, seriously. that's the biggest high. <laughs> next next to the story time <laughs> with Adam Cole, baby. Of course, the crowd was hot. And who opens the Jericho's appreciation <laughs> promo before Jericho gets new shit? It's your boy, Daddy Magic. Uh, you know... What gets Daddy Magic Snips hard? The crowd went bananas. Yeah, he. I didn't. I forgot he says that. Yeah, so they brought they brought up the fact that he got power bombed. uh, Ricky Starks power bombed uh, uh, by Jake Hager. Hager off the the table. Yeah, Yeah, so he came back and he was talking. And um, I give him kudos on the mic work because he was you know talking you know tit for tat. 
with uh, Hager mm-hmm. basically calling him a purple helmet-wearing village idiot because he was making references to him being Gilligan. Uh, so I was like, okay. And then, and then he's like, who basically was – also, he called him out for his lisp ooh. for still being with Jericho and still having a lisp. And I was like, geez, I don't know if – can we get away with that? I'm yeah, like, that's yeah, kind yeah. of a learning disability, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. a speech impediment, you know? Yeah, but, yeah. Um, and then it didn't make – it was funny because Hager responds back, I love – this hat but i wear a lot of different hats <laughs> such as undefeated mma fighter i'm like that was good yeah yeah, yeah. right but i could it hurt him because they, he he literally briefed it with the list and that's all you hear is the list coming out of yeah, him yeah yeah okay. and it was and then he finishes i'm gonna slap your face off your face <laughs> and then he likes yelling like incredulous yeah. things and then people. ricky's just like <laughs> okay, idiot. And then it just skips over what he just said. Yeah, yeah. But Action Andretti's over here, he getting booed on the mic. Mm. Fans ain't fucking with him. Not because on you the know West what? Coast. This is this is what he's saying. <laughs> this is what this is the shit that he's saying. He gets the mic and this, this is what he opens with. Jericho, please shut the hell up. Yeah, no one's cheering that in 2023, my nah, guy. No, nah, nah. no. And then and then he follows up with Next time I'm in the ring with you, I'm going to take that baseball bat and shove it up your ass. No, that's another one we ain't getting behind, bro. No, no, no. Like, where, where are you in, in promo class, bro? This is one-on-one shit. Like, yeah, I was going to say. And, and, then, a... and then he starts trying to point that's... his finger guns at Sammy and his girl by going with the low, his lowest hanging fruit. Like, he got you got low blow, but he going to be trying to spin it like, you can't even control where your wife's hand goes because last week they were on, in between my legs. And I'm like, I yo, mean, y'all I, really I'm giving not, him that? I'm not mad at the spin, but when it's preceded by those – awful tropes it's like yeah. nah you can't win me back now like like it's a good spin was, don't get me yeah. wrong but but it's like a it's like th- that would be the catalyst to break into something better yeah and if he started bad it's like nah this can't help that anymore it, you know it, what i mean yeah so, it, it, it kind of started feeling and that sucks because his backstage promo last week was not bad but i was yeah, like maybe because he wasn't in front of a whole crowd like it like he he wasn't he didn't show he was nervous but i'm like yo y'all gotta give Somebody mm-hmm. got to teach him. Yeah, yeah. Because don't put him next to Ricky Starks to cut mm-hmm. a promo. No. And Ricky you know? shouldn't need, he shouldn't be getting the rub from Ricky when Ricky's no, still in the middle Ricky, of his own build. That, my thing is, yeah, Ricky needs this. Yeah, way more than Way individually. Does. Yeah. So, like, he don't need to be attaching no. this kid. You this don't is even... feeling like some Ellsworth, AJ, John Mox. Like, well, it's like, okay. No one knows You nothing. had one moment. Now it's like we got to Where's the highlight reel? Yeah. We, yeah, we don't yeah. know nothing about this kid except he can do a standing shooting star sometimes. Yeah, and we're supposed to just care because there's many people who do that. Including yeah. a Heyman and, Page and Including the guy move. who does it who signed with the company named Matt Seidel. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and you they know, ain't never beat anybody with that move. Bro. So that's why, and let alone a Chris Jericho. So nah, it's like, man. okay, now can, you, can we get a sit down interview with some in, you know interweaving of highlight Let reels, it, we need something. to grow with him we need, yeah we need a reason to be on his journey we ain't just gonna be on him just because he beat there's a lot yeah, of guys, that's why i say like, he's kind of got the ellsworth rub right now yeah it's, it's like it's it's very fleeting but it's like yeah. at least he looks like a wrestler like a guy that you're yeah. like how'd you find yourself in his main event shit bro? he needs to just like, be on rampage i think someone's, and work doing, his way someone's through doing the, you a favor for some reason yeah, yeah but like how are we not getting him versus any of the lower tier members of jas you know what i mean like just to you know, he was talking shit to Daniel Garcia, who called him a chia pet. So that was great. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, like I said, where he started nosediving, uh, Jake and and Ricky picked it back up. So. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was that segment, which leads us into obviously, you know, arguably again, highest spot of the night. But I mean, the whole the whole match is a high spot. Yeah. 
It's it, it's a legitimate. It's like the oh the ladder match. Yeah, the the Escalera. Let me ask Dele- you this before you get that. How was Swerve versus AR Fox? Did that happen? No. Really? I, that was was that on was Rampage? On maybe? That may have been uh, maybe on Rampage, but that was not a. Maybe it was on. That Rampage. That was last week. That was yeah, yeah. last Rampage. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, maybe yeah, that was on Friday. Okay, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I was about to say, I was like, no, nah, Swerve wasn't there at all. Gotcha. Okay. Um, which is, allegations, which is weird because you would have thought he, he, back in L.A. you would have hooked up with. With, with, with garments. The moguls, you know, you got so many. You know. He's been doing interviews, like shoot interviews. Mm-hmm. Not shoot, but like out of character with them still behind him. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah, because okay. he'd be talking about like, he like he was talking about something that they're like, okay, you're not in your character talking about this, mm-hmm. but they're just still there like, yeah. look at me. Man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, tell him how they gave you the wrong type of ice cream, fam. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know what it was they're talking about. I'm just. But, but yeah, no, but, but the Escalera yeah, yeah. de la Muerte match. I mean, top to bottom, great. Yeah. yeah obviously, like I said, I already on paper, know who I'm, won, I'm, I'm not yeah. even, like, I, I didn't even, spoiler, I'm not going to give you the blow by blow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't even on the notes that I had. But I had two specific spots that I wanted to shine I, I on. I think I saw one of um, these on the. On, no, no, these, yeah, aren't, oh, okay. these aren't spot spots. Oh, okay. These are spots that I thought Help on top of everything else exactly added. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, one is uh, one I think we all personally been waiting on to enjoy for a long time. Which I'll share later. The first one is something that adds layers, which is during the match you see Kenny try to grab one of the ladders from the outside. He's trying to grab himself, pick himself in the ring. Pac is inside next to the ladder, and he looks at the ladder and he stomps the ladder, and so he's hurting Kenny's hand. So he ah. can't even if he tries to climb, he can't even unhook the 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 belt. Mm. There's another time where he sees Kenny climbing. He comes out of nowhere with the ball and hammer and just hits his other hand. Oh shit! So it was stuff like that. We're like, yo, like this yeah, is yeah, you perfect. know, yeah, like even if you get that close to the finish line, like, you don't have both the tools your hands needed. don't work. Yeah, 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 like you know. So, but mm. yeah, yeah, you know, I'm sure you saw the 450 through the the table. I did not. The, what I saw was the what looked like a avalanche. Um, one winged angel off the yeah off the yeah That's yeah that I was saw. yeah that was yeah. pretty cool as well. And then there was also another um. He tried the Terminator dive, but he moved and went right through the table. Oh, shit. Yeah, but then Matt caught Pac, because he was doing it on Pac. Pac moved, and then Matt immediately caught Pac slipping and did a crossbody to him through the table. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. such... That, the Matt, way he hits Matt that, does yeah. that is so great. Yeah, him, when he does that or the elbow drop, but there was something he did the other day where he did an Asai moonsault on the top. Yeah, he's been and doing that with the praying. Yeah, 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 he's been then, doing that. But the first time I saw him do it, when they came back, he lands in a way where he's cross-legged and was like doing some Matt Sidell-like, like, um, you know? And I was like, <laughs> yo, that was drip right there. And then he tried to do it the oh, second man. time, and it wasn't as smooth, but, yeah. he, but he still kind of did the, the Malachi version of I'm yeah. crossing my legs and still doing it but i was just like yo <laughs> that's how you know these dudes are back um, with that you know what? Yeah, they, so. they also announced uh brian danielson will be facing uh bandito that's next, what it is remember Dynamite. i said earlier yeah 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 they're saying oh we'll we'll get the spanish tropes next oh, week yeah, you know from that's NBA, what it is so. uh, comprende bud the, the, <laughs> <laughs> I totally see that is i'm bueno <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> I'm oh, bueno man. than you. Uh, no, it, oh, <laughs> but uh, but and, and two saves. No, oh man, <laughs> no, no, no. It's like oh, it's clearly potassos, I, potassos. Yeah, Hold yeah, on. Yeah, clearly, I am oh. not fluent in Spanish. Which, I know a little would, bit about. But you know what? Bit. He was smart because he didn't do that in California, so he wouldn't get yeah, the wrong kind of heat. Well, I think they're going to well, be, they're gonna be in Texas. God, oh, is it Texas? Oh, even Texas. more, yeah. baby. Ah, damn. Yeah, just a little bit. I think Rampage might be in Frisco, actually. Yeah, I think Rampage is in Frisco. But what I was going to say is um the second. Second little little high spot I had to give the award this match is we've been waiting for this for a long time. I think it was Kenny Omega or Matt Jackson. No, it mm-hmm. was Matt Jackson, I believe, that was climbing up the ladder. Mm-hmm. And then this motherfucker, <laughs> Albrahantes, 
runs in and pushes him off the ladder, right? Oh, no. We finally get this motherfucker. He gets V-triggered out of his fucking boots, dog. Oh, that's Because up, when yeah. he got involved, Brandon got involved and sprayed him with the fucking spray. <laughs> and then he's, like, turning around and... Kenny came in with this look on his face like, oh, I'm about to take your fucking head off. And yeah, he does. Yeah. He hit the crowd. Took his face off the crowd, his face. He did. The crowd loved it. Like, yeah, the crowd, yeah. they were like, finally. Because fuck. don't get me wrong. He's always played his role, but I think I pointed I think out Taz, one of my last reviews when uh, during the series where I was like, yo, yeah, he's like he's smuggling the hammer. And I'm like, so what side are you on? Because you're usually like in between. You're, you're implementing yourself. Yeah, like, yeah, I get yeah, it. You're, yeah, yeah. You know, you got to make sure you guys win. That's so I felt like, yeah, they needed to get him back. But they're like, all right, you want to get involved? Yeah. Like, you know. Tag you back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, so that, that's, that, that's that awesome. was the But, yeah, obviously, Tremendous. the elite, uh, yeah, it was real true. I'm telling you, because even Taz, you could tell he was trying not to, like, bury the dude, but he was like, he could tell he was happy to see that <laughs> yeah, shit, yeah, too. Yeah, 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 He's like, I can't wait to give him shit about this in the past. <laughs> He's like, oh, man. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty good night, though. I think I would argue a better... Uh, card that they had at the original LA show. Yeah, I mean, they, don't um, get me wrong, we, we did get CM FTR, but that was the last for, last yeah. time we got that, and then yeah. that was kind of like the ball rolling for the the the, the rest of the year on CM Punk's trajectory. But yeah, no, uh, you're right, you're not lying. But yeah, that was that was the night, man. But it was uh, they had some other matches they announced. They announced uh, House of Black taking on, but they're the Kings of the Black Throne again. But oh, I think, so when I think maybe just the tag team. Yeah, so that's why I figured. So it's the tag team of them taking on uh, Brody and uh, Malachi taking on uh, Eddie Kingston and Ortiz. But, you know, but I they saw... have some weird thing going on because they were in the middle of running down the matches, and then while uh, Excalibur was talking, they just cut him out and they played this promo that I guess was supposed to be played of Eddie and Ortiz kind of I guess they've been arguing who would fucking know I don't know well they had some sort of tag match yeah again and I didn't know who it was maybe it was on Rampage or something but it was against Possibly. some some uh some team that you know they it's like one of those teams that are they have the look because they're dressed in uniform but okay, you've okay. never seen them before so you're like I'm trying to figure out why I should care about this team even though they got their shit together yeah, yeah. so I didn't know what that was if it was like for dark or something but I was like oh who's Ortiz tagging when I'm like Oh, okay. Because I got excited, and then I was like, "Oh, it's Kingston." I mean, okay. he keeps doing the promos with the shoes, and he keeps sort of saying Santana's name with this. So, I yeah. Know. I mean, I would think he's getting some sort of. I mean, he has to be getting chipped off a little bit, right? We'll see. But, uh, but we'll yeah, see. that that was a show, though, man. All right, um, man. You know, I had more highs and lows, but like I said, I think the lows. It was a hell of a show, though. Yeah, it, it was. Like I said, mm-hmm. there was some stuff that I think, like I said, the action and ready stuff. I'm like, bro, y'all need to take. Take advantage now where people aren't taking y'all investment in as serious yeah. and just let it wait away. And like you said, let him run through the system and prove himself because he's yeah, not. bro. How is he like getting better spots than a Dante like bro, that so fast? That could have been or... shoddy Lee for all I yeah, care. Yeah, and that's I mean? like, now it's the like... point I was making. There's so many younger guys yeah. that are trying to bubble. And like, yeah, well, Jungle Boy once crossed past and Darby crossed past with Jericho for a little bit. But they've also proven their merit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I feel like Andretti really came out of nowhere. We talked, he lost to QT among other people on dark before he got this surprise win on Jericho. You know what I'm saying? So the one win he has is the biggest win of his career in AEW system, but he's won in like four or five. I bet you Jericho looked at him and he's like, he reminds me of, of the, uh, I forgot his, his, his first name. Oh, he reminds me of the prototype. (laughs) <laughs> he probably th- he probably looked at him and was like he I see a young prototype that's gonna spread out of him like, prototype like what Cena like John Cena yeah well, I don't know I mean I can't maybe in build but all that flippy dippy stuff oh, no, like yeah, that's yeah. what I I that's no, the yeah thing no, not in to, style but yeah, yeah in terms of potential I don't he does look like a star 
but I he does not look disciplined enough for TV. So that's why it's weird that Jericho was like, that's especially guy. That's Dynamite. Like, you got a whole locker room of guys that could use especially that on style. Dynamite in LA. Like, yeah, come on, bro. exactly. Or even before like, in the Fireball and all the stuff he's that, been able to yeah, do. Yeah, because you know? I mean, you would have thought the Fireball would have been enough to get him off TV. Yeah, like, but fuck, and man. the name is just atrocious. We've been talking about yeah. that. Yeah, seriously, but. Um, but and that I was say, it. Yeah, yeah. Was I, and I was gonna say too. Does NXT? Why do they have so much action played on picture in picture? That's the one thing that I was like, yo, this uh, is so, tough uh, to follow. Oh, I never told you. Yeah, I don't ever watch picture in picture. Oh uh, no, no. I mean, but so, I always but, fast forward. See, yeah, and that's yeah. what I end up doing because after a while, you're like, I can't. You know, it's it happens so often. Like almost every match had a picture in picture segment, and I'm like, they try to put too much. Need dude. It. Yeah, yeah they, you know, and really and do. even though AEW does it too, I don't feel like it's as often. No, see, the thing with AEW, if you notice, they do shit that they either can't get away with mm-hmm. or they usually couldn't during, yeah, you know, yeah. or t- yeah. they'll stall like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. just do outside shit or just. Yeah, and sometimes you you'll, know, you'll you'll get some rest some break good or, like oh damn he hit that move on the floor man and yeah. they won't even talk about it when yeah, they come yeah, back yeah. but I'll go that was kind of tight yeah yeah <laughs> you know sometimes I, mean? so, I think they'll they'll do stuff just for the fight uh, aspect fight. yeah or no isn't it is a fight TV or, or I forgot the oh the yeah app. yeah but sometimes you could watch it online too and then you know br live there you go there you go because because yeah, yeah. when they go to pr uh, picture in picture you don't see they, you see you still see the action mm-hmm. you don't see the commercial so. I don't know. I mean, you you heard it in the in the commentary too. They, they yeah. kind of. I guess I got to get. Keep that's it loose. two things I'm gonna have to get used to this year for review is yeah. Booker T's atrocious commentary over the top, and then the constant picture. I feel picture, bad but. that that you came in right at the end of the Barrett era for the commentary. Cause... I do because that that was my dude. You know, yeah, no, you quotables and there there was a lot that I didn't bring uh, up because I'm just like it just made me chuckle <laughs> and I'm like because at least he said that right there is an anomaly. It's a thing that happens quite often in a WWE. It would be like, oh man, I believe that <laughs> because you sound. So confident, like, but you, I can tell you're being outlandish right there. Like, he literally goes, Has that ever happened to you where the turnbuckle comes loose in a matchbook? Oh, let me tell you, you know. And it's just like, Oh my god, you sound like Foghorn Leghorn starting uh, up, my dude. And not every time does that mean, I said, I, 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 yeah, bro. Oh my god, oh goodness, yeah, man. But uh, now that was this week's uh, first review of the 2023 year. Um, yeah, man, had had a good time. Highs and lows. We're gonna yeah. keep it uh, keep it moving along. And uh, those that may have seen us or maybe saw our footprint over at the forum. Yes. Uh, that, yeah, that was us. We we were uh, promoting. Yeah, putting in that footwork. Groundwork, baby. Yeah, man. So again, uh, grassroots you know, promotion, baby. January twenty seventh, Friday. Friday, mm-hmm. Chino, California. American Legion post number two nine nine. I'm telling y'all, man. Winter Circle Pro Wrestling presents. It was written. Mm-hmm. I mean. We got five matches, but you never know what's going to go down. Yeah. You only I mean, know if you get there. No way you get there. Buy yourself a ticket, man. Yeah. WCPW.eventbrite.com. That's $25 yeah. for a front row seat. which gets you an exclusive tee not to be sold there at the merch stand anywhere. It's exclusive it's to one-on-one you. It's a one-on-one for you. Exactly. It's an appreciation for the front row that are that are choosing to support us early. Yeah. And they want to get that front row seat. And we looking forward to entertaining all y'all, man. And again, anyone that's been supporting what we've done either in the wrestling realm or with the podcast stuff we're doing right here. Yes, Shout sir. out to y'all, man. And if you're not already, be sure to follow us at The Quincy Jones Show yeah. at uh, Instagram, at Quincy Jones Show on Twitter, and The Quincy Jones Show on TikTok as well as Facebook, man. You can also hit us up for merch. we got the pocket tees, as always, on deck. Let us know your size. $10 buster. Yes, the Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com. We're releasing every Friday, man. I know it was a little spotty at the end of the year, but hey, man, holidays is tough. Yeah. And, we, and we want to make sure we got all the awards uh, stuff, you know, on point for y'all. So, 
So, oh, yeah. again, we back to regular scheduling. Like you said, we're back to reviewing, new format, new shows we're going to be reviewing, man. New year, And on baby. top of that, again, we're going to be always every Friday, iTunes, True100Radio.com, CastBox, uh, everywhere. Spotify, I mean, anywhere you go to get your podcast, you get ready to know where to go. Yes, sir. And, of course, don't forget to check out yours truly on the Music Tip, the Quincy Jones Show. The album is out as well. And we also got Doc Lesnar holding it down with the five-star bars. There he are. Yeah, uh, search bar, all the yeah. above. This is awesome, the album as well. Uh, both really good efforts from you boys that co-host this uh, this very here uh, podcast, man. So if you guys want to take your interest of wrestling and hip-hop and take it outside this podcast, I implore you to go ahead and check us out. Mm. Quincy Jones Go, uh, Doc Lesnar, or the Mega Towers as a, as a tag team, the world's greatest tag team, I might add, all over any of your favorite musical platforms, Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, Tidal, etc. We will be there, man. Like we already told you, man. Hit the uh, search bar, and there we are. You know yeah, what I mean? Seven-star Lesnar, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> there you go. Other and, than um, that. Uh, follow you boy yeah at Doc Lesnar on Instagram at Doc underscore KJS pod for all things having to do with this show hashtag Wrestle Wednesdays yeah, and, uh, man. not just a new year new for- format or new review new haircut baby yeah I was gonna say he cut the mane down a I did just beyond. a little bit he, he, you know he was holding the alligators a little too hard he's man. like I'm gonna ease up on these haters real I, quick, I figured yeah? you know time to get a little bit more professional as we no, get class good, uh, yeah. closer to uh, you know uh, the first 20- show yeah, yeah. For 27th also I, I realized I didn't end uh, or cap that pen 20 $20 GA for that show, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. $25 for front row, $20 for GA. Yes. And with that extra $5 for front row, it gets you a shirt. That, yeah, that's the a, way I've been, exactly. I've been letting them Bell know, time, man. I believe, is, uh, was it, 8? Bell time at 8. The doors open at 7. seven. We're going to have live music. We're going to have, uh, you know, again, a DJ. We're mm-hmm. going to have uh, food. We're going to yeah. have a bar for those that can Vendors, drink, man. yeah. Yeah, it's going to be real fun, man. Real um, fun night, definitely. Looking man. forward to creating uh, a vibe for y'all and, and being able to create, yeah. uh, just, you know, bring to you this new source of professional wrestling in the Inland Empire, man. Absolutely. And, um, and follow yeah. us at Winter Circle Pro on Instagram. And I believe it's uh, at Winter Circle. Is it Pro Wrestling on TikTok? or On TikTok, it's actually uh, at Winter Circle Pro on TikTok as well. Okay. And then it's going to be on Twitter at Wrestling uh, PW. So, oh, or was is it a oh okay so it's Winter Circle PW yes on Twitter okay there yeah. we go so go ahead check us out man follow us on social media again wcpw.eventbrite.com get your tickets today follow us and uh, man on that note man we can't wait to see you guys in a few weeks but we'll see you next week for a brand spanking new edition of the Quincy Jones Show podcast and um got three words for him top guys out. <laughs>